security can be a lonely, lonely business. But once in a while, two players find each other and they make it happen. Here at Pwned, we want to help them to understand, is it right or is it just wrong? Welcome to Right Swipes. All right, we're back with my very esteemed colleague, Jack, Holly supervising. We're going to do a little Friday night special, right? Before we uh, go out and think about our weekend hookups, we're going to talk about a little right swipes. And is uh, the acquisitions being made in the security market the right swipe, or should they have swiped left? <laughs> uh, all right, Jack, what do you think? What's the what's what's the first one we should go with here? Well, you know, I think maybe a, a good exercise would be to talk a little bit uh, with our listeners about how we find ourselves in this position, right? Where one could argue there's a phenomenal amount of catfishing going on in the uh, acquisition and the investment marketplace, uh, particularly around security, right? We see commonly, you know, new rounds in the nine figures. Uh, for those of you with, you know, sufficient figures and toes, that's in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, we, we're looking at a growth of unicorns, which were once rare, uh, but now uh, unicorns are about as rare as pigeons in Times Square. And so- And now they're talking about decacorns. Are they? Are we really talking about decacorns? Yep. You know that's. It would be so hard for a decacorn to wear a hat. Have you ever thought about it? Unicorns have it hard enough. A decacorn could not wear a hat. I wonder what the orientation would be. Yeah. Well, I just, I just imagine that the unicorns is just ponies with party hats on. So you just <laughs> throw, throw a few more party hats on there, and you got a decacorn. And I think what we see happening, right, is that um, because people know security is a problem, here's the math, right? I'm going to go with the math. Here's the problem. The people know that security is a big deal. One of the reasons why we spend so much time thinking about it and talking about it with folks is because everybody knows it's probably one of soft, right? So investors see it's a big market. And so companies enter in with good solutions. They want to get things done. And so they take a little bit of cash. And then if the idea is good, Right. And there's more than one company in it. Suddenly the investors who've got literally trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines waiting to be invested start saying, I think what you really need is to take more investment. There's more marketing you can do, more sales, because if we don't gobble up our space in this marketplace, someone else will. And it becomes um, a race to see how many wheelbarrows full of cash you can jam into these young companies to get them to have the image of being a leader in a market that people think is pretty exciting. And I think that leads to a lot of relatively unhealthy things happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly agree. I would um, also kind of take a step back just a second. And your comment about investors just having egregious piles of money. And by the way, like piles of money that could solve world hunger. <laughs> like, applied applied to like worthy causes um is that investors today private equity venture capital like what whatever whatever the type of firm it is they are just raising rounds of funds 
through investors. And from the moment that that fund is raised, the clock starts ticking for these firms, right? And they are evaluated on their internal rate of return and their MOIC number, which is basically the velocity of which they are earning that return. The issue is we now have uh, these huge rounds of dollars. And by the way, there's there's over the metric area, there's over 5,000 private equity companies all raising dollars, all looking for places to invest it. And from the time that they do the raise, the clock starts ticking because they have promised their investors a return. And by the way, if they don't invest the money, if these equity firms don't invest those dollars and they don't deliver on the returns that have been promised to their limited partners, guess what? When they go to do their second raise, the investors are not going to get behind them because these equity firms have not delivered on the initial promise of the first round. So if you didn't right even on. do it the first time, like why are we going to trust you the second time? Right. And yep. I think to like to your to your comment is like it creates artificial pressure in the market. Um, you know, a- applied by some of these equity firms because by the way, like they have to apply the dollars and they have to do it. Otherwise they're just gonna disappoint their investors and investors are going to give them money and the dollars are just going to sit there, you know, collecting whatever it collects. Right. And not, not working. So the result is you have equity firms out there, capital firms, just pushing, you know, pushing for things that, that are unnatural in, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's a super great distinction, right. Between the goals and the outcomes of the investment firm. And God bless them, right? That's their business. Their goal is to turn X dollars into Y dollars, hopefully Y is much greater than X, and do it within a reasonable time frame. And so they're going to do that by investing in companies. That's awesome. A security company's goals are to build great technology, thrill, delight customers, make them safer, more secure, try to solve the problems inside the world, become a profitable business, and live on you know, in happiness, right? Continuing to help more people. And I think what we're seeing is that there is this collision, right? You've got good companies that start and they make good tech and they're trying to figure out how to solve an important problem and they're going to grow it up. But unfortunately, that takes a lot longer, right? That takes a lot longer than the likely investment window, or at least the patience within the investment window for some of these investors. And so when I jam those two conflicting um, priorities together, you, you realize what happens is, oh, let me, th- let me think. Who's going to get to decide the speed at which we'll do this? I have an idea, the person with the wallet, right? That's what it's going to be, right? And so we're going to see this, this unnatural growth and expansion to try to capture as much of the market as possible, probably before a lot of these good business leaders who run these cybersecurity companies would really want to, because they can see that, you know, even if they were to take what they view as a more reasonable path forward, they're going to invest more reasonably. They're not going to market the hell out of something that isn't really done yet. They're going to make sure that the customers remain satisfied and well-served, Right. If they do that, unfortunately, the market is going to go to the company across the street who just took their $100 million round and has jammed the whole thing into sales and marketing, right? And in a market that we spend so much time talking about and talking with that is burdened with complexity and confusion on on behalf of the buyers, the marketing effort where that $100 million goes for for the company across the street will lead more people to pick them up and the company that may be taking a more prudent approach will actually fall behind. 
and will not have the success they probably deserve. So this is this really um, relatively unhealthy confluence if you're a buyer, right? Because that's what we really care about, right? We care about the security community of buyers who are trying to make things better, right? How do they determine whether the company they're investing in is really big and successful because the tech is great and successful and really solving people's problems? Or does the company look big and successful because the investor in round B just had someone else throw a pile more money in so that they could distribute the risk a little bit and show an upward momentum of value in terms of the company, which is a completely orthogonal discussion. It's, uh, it's, it's a tough thing. You know, I, when, I, when I think about the landscape, you know, on, on the surface, you, you really hope the, the dollars are going to serve serve customers serve clients like make make the world a better place but and i think maybe investments really start off as that right they 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 start off with really good intentions and really good promise but it just seems like i see so often that there there, there's a point where where wrecking needs to be made right is you've um investors have got to get their money back right and um, and sometimes that comes at the expense of, of uh, trying to do the right thing, like you said. You know, it's, um, while, while, while you were just talking there, I um, was just looking up the, um, the Federal Reserve uh, money supply. Yeah. So, you know, you know my background. <laughs> like, like, I'm originally an economist by, by trade. We... Um, you know, when when you look at the the M two money supply, this is basically the supply of dollars, the supply of savings that exists within the country, and um, and the Fed the Fed bases uh, monetary policy based on how much dollars are are freely available within the economy, right? And if there's if there's too much out there, you run into things like you know in inflation and um, other uh, other issues that that need to be corrected. But when I when I look at the M2 supply right now, so this is the inventory of all dollars in the country, it's at its all-time high. All like in the history of available dollars, it is at its all-time high. Um and and I, and I said I said this last summer too. I was like, this is like at at some point, um, you know, the the, the dollars have got to take action. Like people People won't just leave it in their savings account. It's not it's not in their best advantage to leave it in their savings account. So you end up spending, you end up paying a little bit more, you end up giving it to like equity firms to make investment because you want your dollars to perform and work for you. Right. And so the fact that our money supply continues to go up and it's still at its all-time high tells me that the problem that we're seeing right now is uh only going to continue, like the the velocity of investment that we're going to see within within the cyberspace, actually, with all spaces, not just cyberspace, but really, cyber is one I care about at the moment. But um, yeah. it's not is it's not going to slow down, right? And like that 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 carousel of funding that you just talked about is is going to continue. I mean, it's it it has to because people firms have dollars that they need to put to work, so they're they're fine paying up. Yeah. So, so I think as as we try to adhere to our relationship and our responsibilities to our listeners, we can now relate back to the topic of honed for this episode, which really is swiped right. 
because you've just described the fact that it's 2 a.m. The alcohol has been flowing pretty rapidly uh, into the various people participating that evening's activities. And some people have decided it's time to swipe right. So I'm going to spring <laughs> one on you. I'm going to spring one on you, Justin. I don't want to get your thoughts uh, about this potential match made in heaven or someplace else. Um, you may have seen it a couple of weeks ago. It's a relatively new one. Uh, Google has acquired Samplify. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, right? Samplify is a tech vendor, you know, in the same world as like Swimlane, what have you. Um, and uh, Google has announced it. Uh, they did not announce uh, the terms, uh, but in some of the reporting that came out of, let me give credit where credit is due, out of Security Week from Ryan Narain, uh, there's evidently been a $500 million price tag being placed on the company, which reportedly had in the $30 million issue of revenue, right? Okay. Um, but I will tell you, you know, there is a, there is a, there is a reason for this hookup, right? Um, we see from um, Google's head of security, Sunil Podik, has said, we want to start a vision of planet-scale security telemetry. So, um, you know, you walk, you walk into the bar, you've got your list of things you're looking for, and it appears that um, Simplify has satisfied the yen in the Google team for planet-scale security telemetry, and a match has been made. Let me ask you, Justin, do you think this is a, a swipe right of epic proportions, or perhaps should they have just turned off the app? <laughs> I gotta qualify this a little bit. Uh, I I I love this. <laughs> I I love the fact you just asked this for so many reasons. So when I when I make when I'm trying to make the decision to swipe right here, does does the cost of the swipe, the cost of the hookup, factor into any of this, or is it just 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 in a binary sense, does the hookup make sense regardless of cost? You know, that's that's a pretty good question, right? This, I guess, the way I'd phrase it is, and, and I, 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 well, but what I would say is, is this <laughs> one that you think, Justin, that come the harsh, cold light of morning, that Google will be chewing its arm off, um, or do you think that? there's going to be success and happiness in the future. And so the price is part of that, right? Because one of the reasons you may want to you know, take that action is because you're sad about the price. Mm -hmm. But I think you're right. I think there's some strategic things that also go into whether it was a good idea or not. Because to your point earlier, there's just so damn much money, maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if, that's our, if that's our measure, um, I, I, I think it is a swipe right. And like a wealthy banker too much money sort of way. Whereas kind of the situation where you wake up in the morning, you don't want to, you're not going to chew your arm off. And in this case, since it's Google, I don't think they're going to regret about spending as much money as they did because they've, they've got it. They've, they've got it in spades. Right. So, um, I, it's a, it's a swipe, right. For me. Um, and the reason I tell you the, the reason I reason I think this is so you have to understand that Google um, has been trying to roll uh, Chronicle backstory for mm -hmm. for a long time. Like I, I actually don't know how many years it's been. Maybe maybe five six years roughly mm -hmm. ballpark. 
Um, so in like in the security world, like that's 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 a long time. And uh, and they've had, in in my opinion, they've had limited success. Right? It, when they first came out, it was the next great coming of, you know security event monitoring and being able to track security telemetry right but it actually never got off the ground it was a total flash in the pan like it came up and it disappeared like it, it disappeared just as fast as it came up right and so um even still today there's a very few companies out there who actually use it as part of their core business right and like you know, it's 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 kind of hard to get your hands on. Google really hasn't invested much behind it. They haven't really invested much into sales. They haven't really invested much into marketing. They don't have a channel program. If you're a managed services provider, it's super hard to get a hold of. Um, but when you look at Chronicle and what's required to operationalize it, like you need to have some engineering chops to mm -hmm. to to make heads or tails out of it. And but even still. The platform is fundamentally limited to what you are able to ingest, the correlations that you are able to run, and really what you are able to look at in totality. You are hostage to what Google tells you that you can look at. And, and specifically what I mean by that is like if you were to log into Backstory, um, see the platform, there's a list of canned correlations that Google's developed. A lot of them are very, very good. But let's just say you had a like a custom data source. So let's just say you were looking to monitor uh, a mainframe, right? Like kind of um, kind of a scare. Like you don't you don't see it all the time, but the people that have it, like it's important that they monitor that asset. Can't you're you're, you're not going to be able to do it in in backstory, right? And you're you're especially not going to be able to build the custom correlations that you need. Um, in order to in order to do a proper level of security monitoring, and um, and in today's market also there's the idea of like automation, right? And I realize people are like super horny about orchestration and automation. Um, it's had limited success at scale to date, um, but there's still some some merits to it on a smaller scale right like like fundamental blocking and tackling very routine tasks are great for automation we're looking to use it to automate your entire security program like that's that, that's not going to happen in today's uh, orchestration automation market but but you you can do simple things and um and, and backstory in my opinion struggles to even do stuff like that right so um, when I think about the security market, the aspirations that Google has had with Backstory, they have to do something. Mm. They, they, they have to make um, either an acquisition of an actual SIM provider or they have to invest the dollars to do it themselves. And by the way, like that's, that's a challenge in today's market. Like the, the SIM market is becoming fairly commoditized in my, in my opinion. And to be able to kind of build a better mousetrap is, is a challenge. So I think the um, I think I think the acquisition makes sense. You can kind of shortcut some of the the development circles um, or or cycles rather. And um, the the question I would have at this point is um, 
can can Google integrate some of the simplify um, capabilities to to kind of to bring them up to what is in my opinion table stakes in the in the security market and um, I I believe they can I believe that um, they're they're going to make it work mm. um, it's nothing to to me I don't I I don't get crazy about it like there's there's nothing like earth shattering or jaw dropping about it it's like yeah like you've you've got to do it for all of the reasons that you just talked about earlier which is saying by the way there's billions and billions of dollars being poured into the security industry to spurn innovation and if you don't do something rfn the market is going to complete you completely pass you by right so um so in google's case for those reasons i think it's a swipe right Done and agreed. And I, let me give you my own two cents on it because I see a lot of goodness in this relationship, as you will in many relationships in my own life. Right? If you if you look at why some people decide to find the partners that they do, it's because they're going to fundamentally change something that they know they want to change anyway. Right. So in this case, you just did a great job of describing how some of the GCP stuff has always been focused as, among the cloud platforms. It's sort of a, a leading edge highly technically sophisticated, you know, group of folks who are using it, which is interesting, right? And it's also why the security and, and, and Chronicle and Backstory were kind of hard for people to take advantage of because it was pretty complicated. But if you look at Google as a search engine back in the day, right? A uh, guy I know named you uh, was showing us yesterday the difference between the Excite search engine in the day and the Google search <laughs> engine in the day because you want to make things easier, right? So Google, God bless them, made search easy, right? And that's how they made it happen. So I look at this as Google's looking around and they're like, we do have to do something that helps people in this organizing data, correlating and then executing some stuff space, simplify, right? They've got a reputation for doing a pretty good job at simplifying things, right? Uh, creating the playbooks, making it happen, um, creating a relationship with the activities in the SOAR platform that are relatively well understood. So maybe, right? Maybe in this case, Google looked around 2 a.m. and said, you know, what kind of partner do I want to be with? How, what part of me do I want to change a little bit in the security space, particularly? Who should I take home that will help me reach my aspirations of being easier to use, easy to run through stuff, manage my security better the same way I did it in, in uh, search so many years ago? All right, I'm going to make the plunge. And uh, for that reason, I have to agree, I'm going to right swipe it as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, so we have a an an, an agreed an agreed upon right swipe, and I would say, in in my opinion, I don't think they they waited too late into the evening to to make that swipe. Right? It's not it's not the type of thing where you know they they've been sitting at the bar for the last four hours, and now it's two a.m. and it's last call, and there's only one one person left sitting next to you, and you have right. no choice. Right. <laughs> I feel like they've uh, they they made the decision at the right time so that they they have some options uh, available to them. So so props to our friends at Google on picking up a good mate. Our props to the Simplify team for building something that was worth something, particularly to an organization that needed what they had done so well. Everybody put on the right outfit that night, and it looks like people are going home happy. Yes, yeah, good. Yeah, I um I I applaud them too. It's um. No, the 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 hard work needs to begin now, though, right? Sure. Is if you're gonna 
my 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 message to them and they they already know this right is um the the hard work really starts now is you you have an in my opinion you have an obligation to everybody that's going to use your platform in the future to make it the best version of it that you possibly can um in the world of google right like i know the original aspiration to backstory was that they were going to give you google-like search capability for all of your security data and all of your security telemetry but truth of the matter is is 2022 and data normalization and correlation at scale across the wide set of machine data is still super flipping hard right Mm -hmm. which by the way like crowdstrike and uh sentinel one are are figuring out right now but um but anyway um i wish them the I wish the Google team and the Simplify team the best, and I wish them good luck in smashing everything together. Here, here. All right, Jack Slate. Start the music. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll catch you next time.